Hello, welcome back to the Cornfield Sports Pod. My name's Matt Menson. With me, I've got Blake Peterson. And at the table today, since it's a bonus episode, we've got our producer, Vinny Cataldo. And today, so with this being a bonus episode, uh, we got a little bit of game. It's uh, bowl season. We got all of the games ready, and it's time to make our picks for them. This is going to be a group competition, and here's how this is going to work. We'll all individually make our picks uh, in ESPN's Capital One Bowl Mania program before we discuss them. After we make our pick, we'll discuss the game, and as time goes on, we'll see who knows ball the best. Spoiler alert, it's going to be me. Well, we, we knew that from the start. <laughs> I mean, the guy did predict the Michigan score. Yeah, literally. I, 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 I got that one. Hell, even I was being generous for the Michigan game and giving Iowa a chance to even get like three points, but that didn't even happen. Nope, I called the shutout. I called two Blake Corum rushing touchdowns. I'm good. Um, but yeah, first game, Myrtle Beach Bowl, Ohio Bobcats, Georgia Southern Eagles. Let's make your pick, gentlemen. If Ohio loses this one, I don't know, man. That would be the most embarrassing thing, in my opinion, to mm-hmm. lose to the Georgia Georgia Southern Eagles, who have an 8% right now no. picked. Yep, I, I also selected the Ohio Bobcats, um, which I think it's kind of interesting. If you look at Vegas, is actually favoring Georgia Southern in this one. Uh, minus 175 on the money line for Georgia Southern. They, so, they're just wanting the, the underdog story, huh? I guess. I don't know. Ohio, they actually played. Even I, mean, I know our guys were sick when we played Ohio, but Ohio actually did play decently in that game. Their defense isn't bad, and you don't go 9-3 and three for nothing, even in a G5 conference, whereas 6-6 six and six in that G5 is actually legitimately unimpressive. Mm, yeah. So, you know, Ohio's actually walked the walk a lot more than Georgia Southern has. So I, I got to go with Ohio on this one. Also, it's it's one of those teams that you just never heard of. Well, I mean, they've been bowling in years past, but this is actually a worse record than they've put up in recent history. Yeah. All right, let's give, uh, give us all Ohio. Yep. All right, uh, cricket celebration bowl. This one, uh, this is like your uh, HBCU title game, Florida A and M and Howard. Gentlemen, make your pick. Spoiler: you you know what we're picking. Yeah, I mean, it's like not even like it's not even a guess at this point the way that everything's planned out and looked at no this isn't even remotely close there's a no. reason that espn did a 30 for 30 on this team yeah, literally florida a&m absolutely gonna be florida a&m no but, question but i picked howard bison no, i'm just kidding <laughs> i was gonna say if you did then what are you doing here <laughs> that would be uh him not knowing ball yeah literally um yeah not a whole lot to talk about this one Aside from that, yeah, ESPN made a 30 for 30 about Florida A&M because they're actually a team that you might have heard of, whereas no one's ever heard of Howard. And Vegas doesn't even have a line on this one, so I would assume that this is going to be a horrific blowout. Well, unless something happens like what happened with the Mike Tyson-Buster Douglas fight, how Vegas wasn't putting any bets <laughs> on that, and look what happened. You Any, never know. Anything, like, that's the thing about sports. Like, anything can happen. Like Anything can happen, but, I mean, Vegas is right more often than not. That's true. Um, and when they're very confident, they're very right more often than not. Um, RNL Carriers, New Orleans Bowl. 
Louisiana Raging Cajuns and Jacksonville State Gamecocks. Gentlemen, make your pick. I don't even know where to begin. Like, it's like I've never heard of these teams. Literally, like, that's what's so funny when you go into like the bowl picks. Like, you see these teams of like, wait, when did this become? A, when did they become a team? Yeah, same thing with like March Madness too. See, I'm actually in a different boat on this one. Uh, Jacksonville State has been one of the uh, uh, narrative teams as far as bowl eligibility even goes, because there are a lot of people wanting them to play uh, James Madison because neither one of them was supposed to be bowl eligible. Um, neither one mm -mm. so that's why they were saying jacksonville state and james madison to play each other they would have scheduled that game the same week as or theoretically the day before army navy um so they would be able to you know have like a bowl type game but not have it actually qualify as a bowl game and then they wouldn't be breaking the ncaa's rules um so with that jacksonville state actually being a good enough team to create a narrative around them this year um whereas louisiana just hasn't i can't name a single game that they've played so for that reason i have to go with jacksonville state in this one but uh what did you two pick i picked jacksonville state too just by their name gamecocks yep blake both got jacksonville all right avocados from mexico cure bowl avocados the from mexico the most brilliant jingle ever created. That is probably one of the best bowl names. <laughs> avocados from Mexico cure bowl. It's like saying you you can cure everything with just avocados, avocados. from Mexico. Guacamole. Um, but yeah, Appalachian State Mountaineers and the Miami of Ohio Redhawks. Uh, boys, make your pick. I'm going for the upset. I actually am going to say that with you too. I think the upset could possibly happen. The money line... Uh, minus 225 that's actually pretty uh that's actually pretty good minus 225 is what they're that that's their favored app state's favored exactly app state i think is going to pull off the upset yeah no app state is favored that's not an upset i don't yeah i don't know much about football oh well, obviously uh no app state's favored minus 225 there's a reason for that app state always finds ways to win uh eventful games a bowl game would qualify as that uh, anytime they play a power five team, it seems like they win too. It's but interesting too with the picked uh, percentage that people are picking Miami, Ohio. A lot of that's got to do with their yeah. record. But yeah. App State plays in a better conference than Miami of Ohio, uh, stronger strength of schedule, and App State just shows up when it counts. They're one of those teams. It seems like every year or two, they find a way to beat a team that they have no business beating uh, in the regular season, and then they show up in a bowl game. They show up when it matters and then they fade away, and then they show up when it matters. Um, but yeah, for that reason, App State. That's just the way that team is. All right. the I'm going to pronounce this wrong. Isleta New Mexico Bowl. Fresno State and New Mexico State. I'd give it to the guys in Maroon for this one, New Mexico State. Yep, same. I'm actually riding with Fresno State. But I'm curious to uh, I'm curious to hear your logic on this one. I just think that New Mexico State has the better offense, mm -hmm. and I feel like that's going to be the key part for them winning. The money line too is also in favor of them by only but a small margin too. Right? Which yeah, is the, the line's not big on this one. It really is. Like both, like both are in the one one hundred range. Uh, and my logic for going with Fresno State, it's again some of it's 
showing up when it counts. Same uh, logic that's applying to App State. Uh, Fresno State is also a team that has historically made it to uh, more bowl games recently and fared better in them than New Mexico State has, so I have a little bit more built-up trust in Fresno State. Um, on top of that, Fresno State is still like, or not, sorry, Fresno State, uh, New Mexico State is likely still riding on a high from their win against Auburn, and it would not shock me if they go into this game way too overconfident and get just trounced by Fresno State, but in a game that's not even close. So I, I got to go Fresno State for that reason in particular. Starco Brands, L.A. Bowl. Boise State and UCLA. This, one, this one's going to be probably one of the toughest ones because yeah. the, the percentage is so close together. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the, the fan pick is is not got a ton of spread on this one. But I'm going to curse this bowl with the name itself of the Broncos because, because Broncos country. All right, so you picked Boise State then. I'm, I'm bringing in that logic. Me? I did uh, with UCLA. I just think they have the better chance. I'm also riding on UCLA. Why, why would you think Boise State? Take a he has no answer. Yeah, I do have no answer. You just wanted you wanted to seem different from both of us. Exactly. So well, he didn't it. know what we were going to pick either. He just wanted to pick the Broncos. I was just like, ooh, Broncos. Yeah, he just wanted to pick the Broncos. Uh, no, I got to go UCLA. They had a winning record in the Pac-12 this year, and this was the strongest year that the Pac-12's had in a very long time. Yeah. They played a tough strength of schedule, and they managed to put up a winning record in it. And the Mountain West is notably weak this year. New Mexico State is a team that actually we got heard of for the, the first time the Mountain West has been so weak. So, uh, yeah, no, UCLA. They're a bigger school playing against tougher opponents, and they managed to have the same number of losses. Boise State had the same number of losses against weaker teams. They just didn't play as well this year. So I, I got to go UCLA on this one. Can understand that. Now for this next one, I'm actually going to bring in that logic because because Texas Tech. Radiance Technologies Independence Bowl. Boys, make your picks. Because, yeah, tech, Texas Tech, like, playing in the Big 12. It's like, that's, like, it's, it's going to be a no-brainer for that. Yeah, I, I agree. Tech's played a better schedule. Um, yep. I'm, uh, granted, Cal has played in the Pac-12, so they have played a decent schedule. But Cal is historically bad at showing up when it counts. They haven't done that at all this year or really at all within recent memory, at least since, like, Aaron Rodgers was their quarterback. So, like, you know, somewhere around the time that we were born. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I, I have no recollection of Cal ever really being all that good of a team. I, so. I can't either. No. That's, that's what's so funny. Like, when was the last time you ever heard of them actually being good? I mean, Cal, I, Cal lost to Auburn earlier this year. That was the only Cal game I watched. It was Cal and Auburn. And it wasn't a pretty game for either team. But, I mean, Cal just looked bad. Mm -hmm. So, I know Texas Tech's got the talent to do some stuff. They've had some injury problems, and they haven't lived up to their expectations this year. But those expectations did exist for a reason. They have the ability to win games. They just didn't. Mm -hmm. Whereas I'm not sure Cal 
is even capable of beating Texas Tech. No. So I'm I'm gonna go with Texas Tech on this one. All right. The famous toastery bowl. What is a name? name. Uh, this is between the Old Dominion Monarchs and the Western Kentucky Hilltoppers. Gentlemen, make your picks. Again, people we've never heard of. Or I've never heard of. I don't know about you guys. I find it hilarious when I think of Old Dominion College, and then I remember there's also a band by the name of Old Dominion. <laughs> Which what is what actually people are going to remember when they make their picks this year. Um, no, I mean, I've heard of both of these teams again, but then again, it's just because I find a way to hear of every team in ball. Um, but... Western Kentucky, they got a better record against what I presume is a better schedule, but I guess I don't really know. It's also interesting, too, to look at the um, over-under um, with Old Dominion being No, that's favored. their money line. Yeah, well, the money line. Money line. Yeah, but this isn't showing the over-under. Well, money line, I meant. So, but it's being favored in Old Dominion's case, which is interesting. Yeah, it's it's favoring uh, Old Dominion minus 130. Yeah. Despite the fact that... Western Kentucky plus 110, but that's based... Minus 130 plus 110 is basically a pick em. True. Um, and then the fan votes, almost 90% in favor of Western Kentucky. I mean, that's going to be relatively indicative. And Western Kentucky's got some talent at wideout. There was uh, some action in the transfer portal. So uh, i gotta, I got to go with Western Kentucky on this one. Oh, yeah. you? What's your picks? I go with Western Kentucky, too. Same. Better record. Yep. All right. I like this next one. The Scooters Coffee Frisco Bowl. The Marshall Thundering Herd and the University of Texas San Antonio Roadrunners. Gentlemen, picks. I'm going to go with the beep beep. <laughs> yeah, UTSI. Just imagine if it was against it was the Coyotes versus the Roadrunners. I'll follow that one. I don't know any team that's the Coyotes, though. Would, if there was, that yeah, would be genius. Yeah, if there was, that would be hilarious. Yeah, I mean, there's probably one somewhere that we're just not thinking of. But. And then if they had a, a desert bowl. <laughs> yeah, that would be... That'd be that would be, be probably the most genius bowl game ever. It would be great. Um, yeah, no. Marshall hasn't done anything significant since they played Notre Dame last year and beat them. So I, I have no reason at all to pick Marshall in this game. Uh, UTSA's put up decent season this year. They went was it the last and the year prior was it that they only had one loss? So. I mean, and you do that, you return some players, not all of them, but you're going to return talent. We know that they have talent, and there's nothing that has stood out this year about the Marshall Thundering Herd that's noteworthy. Is this the same Marshall team that had the uh, 1970 plane crash? That I don't know. I would assume so. I'm not aware of any other Marshall. Yes, it is. That's that's the one the one that they made a really bad uh, Matthew McConaughey fill on. Yeah, Come on. this is the this is the Marshall Thundering Herd that pretends to be a rival of West Virginia, and they it, calling that a rivalry is like having a rivalry between a nail and a hammer. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, UTSA is winning that one. All right, next game, the RoofClaim.com Boca Raton Bowl. Gentlemen, make your picks. All right. I'm curious to see what y'all have to say for this one. Oh, in between on this. I know. I decided to go with uh, Syracuse. Okay. Why is uh, is that? I just think that against Southern Florida, I think they just have the better chance. The money line, too, is kind of 
putting me a favor in the pick line too. The, like, I just think the offense is going to be there. They've been kind of showing up. Syracuse hasn't really done anything all that significant this year. They've won the games that they were supposed to, and they've lost the games that they were supposed to. They're a very average team. But if that's the case, and in the South line Florida is, put up a fight against Alabama, though they did. That's true. So, but I just think that they projected while Jalen Monroe was playing, nonetheless, it wasn't the game that he was benched. Does that tell me you're going to go with South Florida? Yes, I am going with South Florida in this one. I'm actually doing the same. Um, yeah, no, that's I'm I'm going for the upset on this one. I know they haven't exactly played the best schedule, but they did play Alabama and they they fought well. So they we did, know they're they if they can play that well against a top ten team, then they should be able to at least beat Syracuse in theory. The Union Home Mortgage Gasparilla Bowl between the UCF Knights and the Georgia Tech Yellow Jackets. Gentlemen, make your picks. UCF lost to Baylor. I'm going with Georgia Tech. I'm on Georgia Tech, too. I'm going with UCF. Gus Malzahn is a clutch coach. He is, yes. And I, I, I can't pick against Gus Malzahn in a situation like this. So it's, it's got to be UCF for me. Um, you add to that, Haynes King has not played anywhere near as well for Georgia Tech uh, in the last few weeks. He was playing very well for them. He was making highlight reels early in the season, and then they faded off. Georgia Tech started the year great, and then they fell off a cliff, whereas UCF actually started off worse and is peaking at the right time of the season. So I think UCF is in a much, much better position to win this game. Now, this is this game is in... This game gives me a lot of travel for both teams, actually. This is... Uh, the Gasparilla Bowl is in Phoenix, and these teams are from Georgia and Florida. So that's, that'll be an interesting factor, that time change. Whoever adjusts the most will probably uh, fare better. All right, let's move on to the next one. The Camellia Bowl between the Northern Illinois Huskies and the Arkansas State Red Wolves. Gentlemen, make your picks. Very in between on this, but I'm a guess Arkansas State. Yep. I went with Arkansas State as well. I believe they play in the Sun Belt Conference, which is a better conference than the MAC. Um, aside from that, I'm making assumptions about their strength of schedule just because I'm assuming that their conference is better, assuming that I'm guessing the correct conference in the first place. But. Uh, Looking at one of the games that they played against uh, Texas State Bobcats, which both of them had the same record, uh, T.J. Finley showing up that game. So T.J. Finley is... Or Jalen Rayner. I'm reading I was going to say, yeah, T.J. <clears throat> Finley plays for Texas State. I'm totally out of space today, but um, Dequez Cross, uh, 13 carries, 139 yards, and three touchdowns. So something is going to be there for uh, Arkansas State. Yeah, no, I've I, Arkansas State's got something. I know I've seen them show up on Sports Center or something earlier this year. I don't remember what it was for, but I know I have. Um, and that just the exposure alone pushes me toward Arkansas State, so I'm going to roll with them on this one. All right, the '76 Birmingham Bowl. This one is between Duke and Troy. Make your picks, boys.
What's Troy's schedule look like? Their Sun Belt. Sun Belt bad? Their G5 conference. Because I went with Duke. I went with Troy. Same. Because this game is in Birmingham. This is a home game for Troy. And Troy, lately in their past five games, has shown to be the unstoppable team. They've put up consecutive uh, high win seasons. Um, their recruiting has been good. They've been performing well against the competition that they have. Duke started off this year strong, and then they skidded. They're not peaking right now. And Troy has been successful. I got to go with the team that's actually winning games. So I'm going with Troy. Oh, with that logic, I'm bringing into this next one. Lockhead Martin Armed Forces Bowl. This one's between Air Force and James Madison. Did you just say Lockhead? Lockheed. Thank you. Man, you're messing up as bad as I am. Oh, man. <laughs> All right. Air Force and James Madison, make your picks. I think pretty much this one's going to be kind of a close to a no-brainer. Yeah. James Madison. James Madison. Nothing else said. Yeah, no, James Madison has played, played great all year. I'm really glad that they got their bowl game because that was something that was not guaranteed. Um, aside from that, Air Force started off the year great, and then they hit a skid as well, whereas James Madison's played great the entire year. They were undefeated for most of it. They're a good team. They're on the rise. They're As they continue to get uh, more publicity at the FBS level, they're probably going to continue to grow and become a stronger team year in and year out. I can't go against them right now. All right, the famous Idaho Potato Bowl. This one is between Utah State and Georgia State. Make your picks. Georgia State's more favored to win, but... I'm looking at some of the uh, stats from past games, and Georgia State has just not shown up for the past five games. They've lost five consecutive games, and I think that Utah State is going to take this one. Mm-hmm. Utah State, if I remember correctly, uh, actually was able to score a few times against Iowa's defense in Week 1 which says a lot about that program and what they're capable of doing when they're focused and they're locked in. You show up to this bowl game ready to go, Utah State wins. Absolutely. In a landslide. And odds have this game basically as a pick 'em, plus 110 for Utah State, minus 130 for Georgia State, but I'm I'm very confident in Utah State in this one. Yeah. All right, the 68 Ventures Bowl, who will win this matchup between Eastern Michigan and South Alabama. Gentlemen, make your pick. It's all it's all going towards South Alabama. Yeah, it definitely is. The money, After what they the did to Oklahoma State. Too. Look at the money line, too. That's huge. Yes. There's there's no reason to doubt South Alabama in this one. They recruit better. They're historically better. They Des- trounced the Oklahoma fact, State earlier this year. Despite the fact that both the records are the same, it really shows how much... People can favor uh, one team despite the same records. That shows a difference in strength of schedule, too. Again, mm-hmm. the Sun Belt Conference is much better than I was. Eastern Michigan is MAC, if I'm not mistaken. Um, but, yeah, that shows that shows a difference. Uh, the Sun Belt right now is probably the best G5 conference now. The uh, Since the Big 12 shredded the American, 
the Sun Belt has got to be the best G5 conference. So I got to go South Alabama on this one. All right. The uh, SRS distribution Las Vegas Bowl between Northwestern and Utah. It's all going to Utah. Yep. I didn't even realize Northwestern was bowl eligible. I didn't either. <laughs> but then I looked at um, they've shown up in the past five games, the only loss in the past five games coming to, of all teams, Iowa. Well, it's hard to score on them. Every team discovers that. Yeah, but you would think that the defense would show up because Iowa has no offense whatsoever. And the and it was a, Iowa Northwestern uh, games are always weird though. They have and it, it's so and weird. it's not like that and it's not like that game was high scoring by any means. It's it was that a was, ten to seven game. So they played that game at Wrigley Field. That was the seventh highest scoring game at Wrigley Field this year. <laughs> there were six higher scoring baseball games. That tells you everything you need to know about those two teams. No, it really yeah. does. No, Northwestern, how they got seven wins, to be honest, I have no idea. Probably that Big Ten West schedule because the Big Ten West is weak. Because they had Maryland, Iowa, Wisconsin, Purdue, and Illinois. So, Yeah, yeah no. I got to go Utah. Much better record and a much better conference. Definitely. All right. The Easy Post Hawaii Bowl between San Jose State and Coastal Carolina. My high school was a Sparty. I got to go with the Sparty on this. It's a Sparty, but not the Sparty. It's a lot easier travel for San Jose State than Coastal. Um, and as much as Coastal's had the recent history on their side, that hasn't been the case this year. They've regressed back into mediocrity. And with something like this, uh, I'm generally going to rely on something like home field advantage. And while it's going to be a bit of travel for both teams, it's still significantly less travel for a school from California mm -hmm. than a school from South Carolina. So I'm going to go San Jose State. I kind of have yeah. that same mindset of it's very much going to be home field advantage. So, yeah. Yep. I'm San, Jose State. San Jose State, too. All right. The quick lane bowl between the Minnesota Golden Gophers and the Bowling Green Falcons. All right, gentlemen, what do you, you got? Are you going for, would you go for Minnesota? Well, you can't ask me that. You got to make your pick before we discuss. <laughs> I already made my pick. I did too. All right. Well, I went for Minnesota. Yeah. Now I'm watching your hand to see if you click. I'm not, I'm not <laughs> going to click. All right, yes. I went for Minnesota. I just don't trust MAC teams during bowl season, if I'm being totally honest, unless one of them really stands out. But uh, Bowling Green in particular, a 7-5 and five MAC team is not impressive. I know Minnesota went 5-7 and seven in the Big Ten West, which isn't impressive either. But they at least found a way to score against Iowa's defense. And that's at least something that I can give them credit for. I don't have anything that I can give Bowling Green credit for Even right though now. Iowa mm -hmm. fans will cry their eyes out saying that it wasn't a fair catch. Oh, no. Technically, it was the right call. It was just selective enforcement, so... They have a reason to complain. They're just complaining about the wrong thing. It's the right call, but a stupid call. Yes, it's a, it's a bad call for the for the right reason. Yeah. But 
I took it one step further. They have every reason to complain about selective enforcement. But I'm that's not what they're complaining about. Bowling Green is going to take this one. Okay. I just think they have the better so. they have the better defense, and uh, I think quarterback and running back are both going to be there for this game against Minnesota's defense. All right. The serve pro first responder bowl between the Rice Owls and the Texas State Bobcats. Everyone's picking Texas State. Can you yeah, imagine definitely going are. to a college named Rice? Rice is like Texas's version of an Ivy League school. They're not an athletic school. I mean, Texas State's not exactly a fantastic program, but they were making headlines earlier in the year because they had some good wins. Uh, TJ Finley has stepped into his game there after transferring there. So, I mean, he struggled in the SEC under Coach Harson, but... Harson wasn't a very good coach, and there's a reason Auburn got rid of him. So um, uh, I'm going to go with Texas State. I agree with you there. Mm -hmm. Texas State's going to take this one. Oh, yeah. Yep. All right. The guaranteed rate bowl. This one is between the UNLV Rebels and the Kansas Jayhawks. I think I misspoke earlier when I said that there was going to be one in Phoenix. I think this is the one that's in Phoenix at Chase Field. All right, what did y'all pick? Jays. Yep, Jayhawks. The bird that wears shoes. They make fun of our bird for wearing teeth, but they, their bird wears shoes. Regardless, I picked them. Um, I don't think that UNLV has enough of a fan base in order to generate a home field advantage. They can't even get a home field advantage in their own stadium, let alone traveling to Phoenix. So that is going to take that out even though they're much in much closer and even though they're in much closer proximity i don't think that they're going to end up having a home field advantage because of that i think kansas will travel just fine because um for if you give them something to special to travel for they'll travel they do that for basketball all the time so no reason that they wouldn't for a football team that's you know finally been good the last couple of years um aside from that Kansas has played a much tougher schedule and has the same amount of losses. They've got some quality wins with um, they beat Iowa State, and if I'm not mistaken, was they were the team? They were one of the teams that beat Oklahoma, were they not? Uh, yeah, mm -hmm. they beat Oklahoma thirty-eight yeah. to thirty-three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kansas is going to be dominant in this one. They've mm -hmm. had no trouble adjusting to quarterback changes in that program. Uh, moving from Jalon Daniels to, what was his name, Jason Bean. They haven't missed a beat. This team is cohesive. Kansas Jayhawks on the wrong day could be almost anybody in this country, in, I, in my opinion. I think Devin Neal can also do, is going to do some damage. Yeah. Yeah, the Kansas Jayhawks are a team that uh, when, they're, when all cylinders are firing, they could be teams that are ranked much higher than them, in my opinion. I don't think they should struggle against UNLV. All right, let's go to the military bowl between Tulane and Virginia Tech.
Going with the ACC people on this one. I'm actually not. I'm going to Tulane again. They came up big last year. They returned a lot of talent. This is essentially the same team that beat USC last year. So I'm I'm rolling with Tulane. I've got Tulane, too, going on. Yeah. Tulane, in my opinion, is just a better team. Um, the ACC, I've been, the, the ACC this year is stronger than it has been. They actually had, in head-to-head matchups between ACC and SEC teams, the ACC actually holds a winning record this year. So there have been a lot of trashing on the ACC as a weak conference, and I, well, normally I would say that's true. This year I would say it's not, but I don't think that's an argument that can be applied to every team. I know I've been doing that for the Sun Belt, and that makes me a little bit of a hypocrite here, but I know a little bit more about the Virginia Tech Hokies because they're Power 5 instead of G5. Um, Tulane. All right. Fair enough. This one should be an interesting one. The Duke's Mayo Bowl between West Virginia and North Carolina. Gentlemen, make your picks. All right. So here's my thoughts on this one. I can't pick against Drake May, North Carolina. This is also a team that's going to be looking to prove their value as a program, especially with the recent turmoil that the ACC has been dealing with, and that is flared up for the last couple days now. A lot of these teams are in it to prove their value as programs. They are fighting for a little bit more than West Virginia is right now. I think that they've got a more talented roster as it is. Um, and and Neil Brown is likely not on the hot seat now for West Virginia. I don't think they're quite as motivated as North Carolina is. They're not as talented. I'm rolling with the heels. I'll go with the heels too. <clears throat> I hate to say this, but I'm going to go with West Virginia. I think I really, really like Garrett Green. I think he's a good he's a good quarterback. He's he's getting those yards better than Drake May though. I don't. Okay, that's going to be an interesting. Uh, it's going to be interesting to watch. But I really think that Garrett Green, he's got C.J. Donaldson with him. So I think that there's a possibility that he's going to be able to do some damage. So, so West Virginia is not exactly renowned for their defense, though. That, and I, if, Drake the May stats, slings yeah. the, if Drake May mm-hmm. slings the pill for like 400 yards on him, is Especially, anybody going to be shocked? No. Especially looking at their game against Oklahoma, putting up 59 points. So Right. But, and Drake May yeah. is a more talented quarterback than Dylan Gabriel. That's true. So... This one I was inching more towards uh, the Mountaineers. So I was, I was like, uh, you can't I, pick against Drake May. Yeah. North Carolina. Or Coach Mac Brown. Mac Brown's a good coach. He is. I feel like he's North- even better now that he's not at Texas. But that, I say he's better just because I like him more that now that he's not at Texas. Um, the Direct TV Holiday Bowl between the USC Trojans and the Louisville Cardinals. Make your picks. It's all Louisville right here. Yeah. Yeah, Louisville. Uh, Caleb Williams is overrated, and he paints his nails. Yes. Lincoln Riley is the trader's trader. I won't pick for him. (laughs) Um, And like I was saying, the Pac-12 played a great schedule this year, uh, but USC did not show up when it counted. 
that's why they fell from a, being a top 10 team preseason to not even being ranked now. Whereas Louisville uh, is a program that is on the rise. Uh, evidently, they got something right with their coaching hire now that Satterfield's in Cincinnati. Um, and, I mean, they've played well in an ACC conference that's having an up year. They kept it a fight for a while against Florida State in the ACC championship game, which ESPN can complain all they want. That was a good game. Um, and Louisville, in my opinion, has actually proven that they're a good team, and USC has not. Can't argue with that. Mm-mm. <clears throat> All right, the Tax Act, Texas Bowl. This is between Oklahoma State and Texas A&M. Go with A&M. I am also not going to go with A&M. Uh, I'm going with Oklahoma State on this one. What you got for that? Yep. I think Oklahoma State's going to be not too happy after that loss to Texas. Um, coming in coming in angry and hungry. Exactly. They're going to be coming in angry. They've got something to prove in this one. Um, I really don't think they want to lose to teams from Texas two games in a row. So I think that they're going to win this one. And this game's at AT&T Stadium, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, I think they'll win it there. Texas A&M has Texas A&M has also underwent coaching changes this year. Jimbo Fisher has been fired. There's a lot of instability in that program. All right, let's uh, let's go to the next game here. The Wasabi Fenway Bowl between Boston College and Southern Methodist. Everyone's going Southern Methodist. Don't be so sure about that. Ooh. But I'm like, I, I want your, to hear your logic. Your, well, what's your logic with Boston? First off, this is home field. They're playing at Fenway Park. Mm -hmm. So this is, there's going to be their home crowd. Uh, on top of that, I don't see any reason to trust SMU right now. They steamrolled through the weakest American conference we've ever seen. So they're not as good, in my opinion, as they make themselves out to be. Boston College played a tougher schedule. Did they play it great? No. But their crowd energy is going to be in it for them. I think they're going to come in again with more to prove. SMU's coming to the ACC here in a couple of years. So I don't really know what their motivation is going to be. They might have some talented guys on there who are looking to you know, uh, improve their draft stock or things like that. But I, I don't see any reason to think that SMU is a good enough team. They've played a weak schedule. They beat nobodies. And Boston College is slightly better than a nobody. Somebody to watch for, Lewis Bond. He's going to be tough. He's going to be a good target for Boston College. Yep. All right, let's, uh, let's go to the next one here. The Bad Boy Mowers Pinstripe Bowl between Miami and Rutgers.
think Rutgers will pull off the upset. Vimmy? I think Miami's going to take this one. I'm going Rutgers. Mm. Um, uh, little curious to see why you're saying Miami on this one. I just think uh, they've got it all. Mm-hmm. Tyler Van Dyke, he's shown up this week, this uh, this entire year. Um, I just think that they have the defense. Granted, they probably did play some weak teams to get the wins, but overall, I think that Miami has this one. This is another game, in my opinion, where I think location matters. Oh, this yeah. game is at Yankee Stadium. This is essentially going to be a home game for Rutgers. It's going to be cold. I don't trust a team from Miami in the cold. I do trust Rutgers in the cold over a team from Miami in the cold. So that's why. Rutgers has also played uh, well, particularly early in the season. They got a good running game. That's one thing that they tend to do well. Their pass game and their defense are usually not all that well, but they can run the ball on the ground, and in a cold game where you're got stiff fingers and it's harder to catch the ball, you win the you win the game by running on the ground. So I'm going Rutgers. Any other any other things that I'm missing on that one, Blake? No, I think you nailed you nailed the nailed the cold part. Like like with Miami and the cold. Yeah. Um and then Vegas has this game basically as a pick 'em too. Minus one thirty five for Miami plus one fifteen for Rutgers. So all right, we're uh, we're moving up the ranks. Of the bowl games here starting to get into some some higher ranked teams. This one's between two ranked teams, the Pop Tarts Bowl. This is between Kansas State and North Carolina State. All right, the fan pick is like right down the middle for this one, which is crazy. Yes, it is. Vegas is. Pretty heavily favoring K-State on this one, though. But uh, what did y'all pick? I feel like if snow wasn't a factor in the last game, then then K then K-State prob- probably would have probably would have done a way better job against us. So I feel I feel like they got a really good shot against North North NC State. My thinking is that K-State is probably a deflated team right now, after getting walloped in the snow by Abu Sama. Missing their conference championship and losing out a chance on, you know, getting to potentially the Alamo or the New Year's Six, that this is kind of a downgrade. This is a bit of a letdown for them. Morale is going to be low, and when morale is low, you tend not to play well. Um, NC State, on the other hand, uh, is they're playing to prove their school's value. They're in the same boat as a lot of the ACC schools with some brand recognition. NC State, excuse me, NC State does have some brand recognition. They are a higher ranked team. They got a better record. The ACC is a strong conference this year, same as the Big 12, so I don't think conference uh, differentiation makes a huge difference in this game. I'm rolling with the Wolfpack. I'm going with the Wolfpack too. I like Brennan Armstrong. Brennan I'm, Armstrong's good. He's a, he's a good quarterback. Gets a lot of yards um, I just think that their defense may show up, may not. It's really like a hit and miss with them, but I really think that... K-State's also got some problems with the transfer portal because if I recall correctly, Will Howard did enter, did enter the transfer portal. So that's going to be a factor for them. Yes. I'm going with tiny kitties. All right. 
let's uh let's move on to the bowl game that I briefly referenced, the Valero Alamo Bowl. Oklahoma and Arizona. All right. What did y'all pick? The better team. Oklahoma. Went with Oklahoma too. I'm going Arizona. I'm picking the upset on this one. Really? Mm-hmm. This one's this one's a gut instinct pick. And sure enough, sure enough, he's gonna be right. This one's this one usually they are. Um but the yeah, the gut instinct picks are usually the most reliable ones. But Arizona played a gauntlet of a schedule in the Pac twelve this year with only three losses. They're flying under the radar because they're not as historically great as Oklahoma. They're not a blue blood, but Oklahoma has not been as strong the last couple of years. Two losses is still good, but I don't think that of the uh, – I don't think that there's a whole lot of great standout teams among the two lost teams this year. I don't think I don't think Oklahoma is the worst among the two lost teams. I think that they're better than Ole Miss and Missouri, but I think that there are some three lost teams that are better than the two lost teams, and Arizona is one of them. Interesting take. And uh, your justification for Oklahoma? I just think that it's going to be there. You know, the biggest thing I look for is Dylan Gabriel. Okay. I think that he is going to get those passes off, get those yards, and the defense is going to show up too against Arizona. All right. Yeah, and uh, I feel I feel like this this would give this would give Oklahoma that that great momentum going into the SEC. Okay. Tax Slayer Gator Bowl, Kentucky and Clemson. All right, I'll go first on this one. Uh, Clemson has no business being ranked Kentucky. Really? They're on a significantly down year. The talent that they they are accustomed to having uh, is not there. Their morale as a team, their energy as a fan base has been down. I can't see them traveling as well as they have lately just because they've gotten so accustomed to being in the New Year's Six uh, and in the playoff that – the, they seem like a team that's deflated. And they don't have the, the talent, especially the offensive talent that they're used to having to be able to manufacture the kind of plays that they do. Um, Cade Klubnick's, in my opinion, a quarterback that still has a lot of development left that he needs to do before he can be a talent to lead Clemson to a significant bowl win. Kentucky's more experienced, like Devin Leary under center. I'm going with the Cats. Blake? Going to go Clemson. Benny? I'm going to go with Kentucky. Not because I'm biased, because I have family who goes to Kentucky, but I just feel like Kentucky has the better offense and the better defense. And like and like you said, Clemson should not even be ranked. So uh, what's your argument in favor of Clemson then, Blake? Because they should be ranked. Except they shouldn't. But, wh- but, why- but why should they? In what world are they actually good? Like 2017 world? 
I feel I feel like with I feel like with their schedule that they that they've proven their point. And and they've and they've earned their spot. So all right. Um Tony the Tiger Sun Bowl. Notre Dame and Oregon State. Dude, why couldn't we have gotten this one? This is an intriguing game. The one bowl game of every year it's on CBS. They get the rights to this one for some reason. But uh, what did you make your picks? I'm going to go with Notre Dame. I'm going with the Beavs. Beavs. Mm. Notre Dame, they, they play a decent schedule because of the ACC teams that they schedule every year. But their statement wins haven't been there. They came up short against Ohio State, and USC isn't what they were supposed to be. Notre Dame, most of the time, gets embarrassed in bowl season because they're used to playing weaker opponents. Then they play someone that's should be on their level, and they're not used to it, and they end up losing that physicality battle. I can understand that. Oregon State's been playing a tough Pac-12 schedule all year. They're gonna, they're a physical team. Uh, DJ Biangelale is actually starting to play good. I'm rolling with Beavs. I feel like this. I feel like this game. Uh, if Oregon, if Oregon State does win, they'll 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 have that. They'll have that. Uh, what do you call it? Motivation. So, motivation. Superiority. They need to build brand power. Exactly. Like this. Like this will build their superiority. They're they're actually in a in a bigger need of that than a lot of these ACC teams. Exactly. I mean, that's a, the ACC is fired up about that right now because of the playoff selection. But Oregon State is in a very particular need because they're about to be uh, one of, one of half two. of the, uh, what are we calling it now, Tupac? Tupac. Yeah. Thanks, Cody. Um, all right. Time to uh, select a game for our boys. The AutoZone Liberty Bowl. Vegas has us, apparently. By a lot. But not the fan pick. No. Fan pick clearly likes home field advantage. Um, but uh, I picked Iowa State. I'm not going to pick against our boys. Because you think we can do it all again? Like, in the same matchup, same everything? Yeah. I, I, I have no reason to believe that we can't win this game. We've been beating better teams all year. So... Um, and then on top of that, Iowa State travels really, really well for they, every they bowl have game. Been. Iowa State can neutralize a home field advantage for any bowl game, any bowl game. So it doesn't matter that Memphis is playing in their home stadium. Iowa State, we very easily could have more fans there. I'm very excited for this game. We get a Busama going. He's yeah. gonna he's gonna oh, take yeah. off. Oh yeah, now that uh the running back position is very clear cut and we're not gonna be playing a committee game with uh Cartavius Norton and Eli Sanders in there, who they each had like a good game, but they never came out to me as, you know, the the do it all running back that you wanna have in on first and second down, um, on every drive. 
Abu Sama's that guy. I think the entire year he's been the best running back on the team. So, and now that he's going to be the one taking the majority of the snaps, I think Iowa State's an even better team in bowl season with Sama hmm. uh, in the backfield. We get Ro- we get Rocco going too. Man, yes. it's gonna be it's gonna be oh, yeah. it's gonna be a yes. hell of a game. Yeah. No, I, I think Iowa State is more talented. I think that they're peaking at the right time. I think that some of the roster changes are good. We haven't lost anybody to the transfer portal, if I'm not mistaken. So we're uh, we're in a really good spot here. Mm-hmm. All right. Good year, Cotton Bowl. This this one's this one's interesting uh, for a different reason. Ohio State and Missouri. Uh, the Vegas money line is the exact same. Yeah, the Vegas has got it. This is a pick 'em. I think Vegas is insane for this. <laughs> I think this is really obvious. It's Ohio State. Oh yeah, always. Mizzou is overrated. The SEC is on a down year. That's the only reason they went ten and two in the first place. Oh, but they beat Kansas State. Oh. Yeah, Kansas State, who allowed Iowa State to score 42 points on only uh, two plays in their territory. It, Kansas State's got a lot of flaws, so beating Kansas State that way yeah, it doesn't really say all that much. Um, no, Ohio State, they are coming in with an absolute fury after losing to Michigan again. And... uh What's what drives me nuts is that even though they've been a one loss team for the last couple of years, there's actually Ohio State fans calling for Ryan Day's head after they they want him fired because they can't beat Michigan. But I think that for that reason alone, Ryan Day is gonna be a little bit extra incense to go get a win because he wants to ensure his job security. Ohio State might be the one place in the country where, you know, you lose one or two games and all of a sudden you're on the hot seat. So I, I, I'm going with Ohio State. This is going to be a team that is very ready to play. Definitely. Chick-fil-A Peach Bowl, Penn State and Ole Miss. I'll pick Penn State on this. I went Ole Miss. I got Penn State. I think of the two two loss or sorry of the two lost teams. I think that these are the two worst two lost teams. Um, but this game is going to be much closer for Ole Miss, so I think that they'll have a fan advantage there. On top of that, I don't know if Penn State's defense has a great uh, way to deal with Quinchon Judkins. Uh, Quinshawn Judkins outside of Blake Corum is probably the ne- he's pro- Quinshawn Judkins is probably the next best running back in college football. Ole Miss has an O line that can compete. Um, their defense is not the greatest on earth, but and Penn State will get some scores on them. But Drew Aller not being as developed as Jackson Dart from the quarterback spot either. I think Ole Miss is going to play Ole Miss-style ball. They're going to score a lot of points, and Penn State just won't be able to keep up. But That's fair uh, enough. You picked Penn State. i got to hear the logic. Just guessing. That's it? Mm-hmm. That's what it's been like this entire time. Yeah. Come on. 
Think harder. We don't we don't do as much ball research as you do. Think harder. We don't we don't have You don't no, have to research, you just gotta know ball. Yeah, exactly. We don't yeah, have we don't, know it like we don't you have do. that we don't have the mensen brain. Just just know it. Just learn ball. Don't research it, just learn it. That's what Twitter's for. This next one, this next one you'll be happy about. Yeah, Transperfect Music City Bowl, uh, Maryland and Auburn. War Eagle. Welcome to Auburn, Coach Hugh Freeze. This is going to be a great way to end your first season there. Auburn for the win. Say it. War Eagle. <laughs> I Auburn's. Got, I got Auburn too. Yeah. I think Maryland's overrated. Yeah, Auburn's also had like close those close losses to like those big teams. Like Maryland played a tough schedule, but the tough games are the ones that they lost. They haven't really beat good teams. And Auburn travels well for bowl games. The culture at Auburn right now is crazy with Coach Hugh Freeze down there. And then also uh, Coach Cadillac Williams also having been promoted to being an associate head coach. Um, the fans down there are just rabid. They're going to travel well. This is basically going to be a home game at Nissan Stadium. I have to go with Auburn. All right. Time to get into the playoffs. New Capital been, One Orange. Or Sorry, this is not playoff. It should be. You've uh, been waiting for this one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We're getting into the New Year's Six, though. Capital One Orange Bowl. Florida State and Georgia. All right, boys, what did you pick? Florida State. Oh, Florida State as well. Florida State. I just, the way that I look at it is like, they're mad. They, There's they, no team in college football that is more motivated than Florida State to win yeah, a game right now. They are going to come out swinging as hard as they can against Georgia. They've got everything to prove from media value. They're the ones that stirred up the ACC in the first place. They want out. They've made that very public, and they're going to make their brand value as big as they absolutely can. They got snubbed from the college football playoff, and they're furious about it. And honestly, I think they should uh, beat the brakes off of Georgia because Georgia's going to be a deflated team right now. They're not in the college football playoff, and they don't belong there, and they know that they don't belong there. Um, So this game is a disappointment for them. This is infuriating for Florida State because they do belong in the playoff. They prove themselves the entire season, and then they get snubbed like that. Like all because of one injury. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, Georgia's got injury problems as well. Brock Bowers is not at his healthiest right now. He'll probably still play, but he is not at the top of his game right now. And Florida State has one of the best defenses in the country. I'm not sure that Georgia's going to have an answer. So I'm going to go Florida State in a landslide. Mm-hmm. And after that... They uh, pull a 2017 UCF and declare themselves national champions. I think that that's exactly what they should do. Simply because they're angry. They deserve to be there. Oh, yeah. And I think that they would have beat either Washington or Texas as well. I find it interesting, too, for the money line and for the fan pick that they are in favor of Georgia. That's what I find pretty interesting. But A lot of that's uh, brand power. They're a blue blood. That tends to attract more fan votes. I get that. I think Florida. I think Florida State is a legitimately better team, though. 
I think they're going to beat the brakes off Georgia. So, uh, Knowles. All right. Here we go. The Barstool Sports Arizona Bowl. This is going to be the greatest broadcast of the year because it's going to be on Barstool TV. <laughs> Wyoming is returning to this game. And this time, instead of playing Ohio, they will be playing the Toledo Rockets. Fact, the, the fact that there's no money line on this game is funny. The, this game is probably like exclusive to Barstool Sportsbook. That makes sense. Um, and because ESPN doesn't display Barstool Sportsbook, they use their own sportsbook. That would be why they uh, don't show it. At least that's, that's my assumption. Uh, I don't know that for sure. That's but it would make sense. That's a reasonable assumption. But anyway, your picks? Go Toledo. I'm rolling with Toledo as well. Toledo. They might have steamrolled the MAC, but the Mountain West wasn't exactly a strong one either this year. Um, Wyoming played their last year and they beat uh, I believe they beat Ohio but I have no reason to trust either one of these teams in particular but when you look at records uh, Toledo fared better against a weaker conference than Wyoming did so um, I'm going to go with Toledo the Relia Quest Bowl LSU and Wisconsin Gotta go LSU. LSU is unequivocally the better team in every single capacity except their defense. Yep, pretty much. And Wisconsin's got a bad offense. I think this might be actually one of the games where LSU's defense gets a few things right. And I really don't think Wisconsin has a, any answer for Jaden Daniels at all. LSU's offense is going to hum in this game, and they will score 40 points or more. Wisconsin will be lucky to score 17. That's my opinion. <laughs> LSU by a lot. Okay. Verbo Fiesta Bowl. Oregon and Liberty. Oregon comes back to the Fiesta Bowl after a week. For the first time since we played them. After we curb stopped them. Since we doubled them up. But uh, what's your picks? Take an organ. Yeah, Oregon. same. We have no reason to believe that Liberty is going to be winning this game. They have no business being undefeated right now. They played the worst schedule in the country. <laughs> yeah. I mean, their strength of record right now, you don't see an undefeated team with that bad of a strength of record. What they've done is actually kind of special. To be an undefeated team that no one respects because they've played nobodies. I mean, if you look at their strength of, if you look at their strength of schedule and their strength of record, any top 25 team could do what they did. Mm -hmm. So there's no reason to put any trust in Liberty right now. Mm -hmm. uh, whereas Oregon ran a gauntlet in the Pac-12 and came out of it losing only to one team. They lost to them twice. Vegas didn't think they were going to lose to them twice. I did. I knew or I know Oregon better than Vegas does. <laughs> so, But uh, I'm actually going to agree with Vegas on this one. Uh, Oregon's favored. The fan votes got them 93-7. to seven. I'm going with Oregon. Yep. Now we get into the, uh, to the real stuff here. The Tennessee Volunteers versus the team out east. We don't say their names on this show anymore. 
but uh, the team out east has no. They have. They have no business being ten and three. No, exactly. They have. They, they have, have no, no business offense. being ranked. They have no offense. Tennessee has somewhat of a defense, which means they they should keep the team out east from scoring more than about ten points. Joe Milton I was gonna, is I was a gonna bit hit or that. miss. I feel like he's going to show up this game. I he don't showed care. up in the Orange Bowl last year. Like, I don't care what defense has. Milton is going to throw for those yards. Thing is, he can sling the ball farther than cover. Which means if there's any quarterback that might be purpose-built to beat it might be him. Oh, yeah. So I'm, I'm going to roll with Tennessee in this one. Got to see when the last time... Tennessee played each other because it was a few years ago. You said their name. Team out east. You did too. Looks like I'm going to have to bleep some stuff out on the recording. <laughs> Good. I got to see because I know that they've, they've played each other before, but I can't remember. Oh, here it was. So last time the team out east and Tennessee played each other was in 20, looks like 2017 in the Tax Slayer Bowl. It, the score was Tennessee 45, team out east 28. Yeah. So now, granted, those are going to be completely different rosters, so you can't yeah. make a whole lot out of it. But, but for the team at East, pretty much same coaching. I think. Well, I think Tennessee is a much better coached team anyway, with Josh Heupel as oh, opposed yeah. to Kirk Ferentz. So, I think that and Tennessee is good at adapting mid game. Um, and if we know that there's one thing that Kirk Ferentz never does, it's adapt mid game. Never once does he. Like I don't even think he has most of the season. Adapted mid game, or ever. Yeah. All right. Now we're into the semifinals. Michigan and Bama. Michigan. 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 Bama has no business being here. Enough said. Absolutely none. Michigan has been dominant against every team that they've played this year. People want to give them crap for their strength of schedule, but they steamrolled through the Big Ten East. That's a tough strength of schedule. Uh, Ohio State did not put up a great fight against them. Neither did Penn State. Those are decent teams. So Michigan's good. Alabama struggled against South Florida. They lost to Texas. They struggled in some other SEC games that any other Alabama team in the last decade would have steamrolled. This is a down year for Alabama and an up year for Michigan. This is going to be the year where Michigan – Finally breaks that semifinal drought. They're going to go to the title. Oh, yeah. All-State Sugar Bowl. The other semifinal game, Washington and Texas. Washington. Benny? Washington. This one's depressing. I don't want to say it, but Texas. Get out of here. Yep. You're, it's, it's, it's me and Blake's show now. You're done. <laughs> I, I hate having to do this. But I don't think Washington has the defense. Really? The fact the fact that Iowa State was their best win. Yeah, no, Washington has won this year on essentially offense alone. Their defense has shown up against Oregon, and that's really been about it. So have they come in clutch? Yeah. But that's not reliable. Clutchness is not reliability. So I don't want to count on that. Michael Penix is a great quarterback. I think he'll still have a better day than Quinn Ewers. But Washington also doesn't run the ball effectively. And 
we know what, and Texas stops the run very effectively. And we know what happens when you can only run the ball for nine yards against Texas. You don't win. So I think that Texas is going to win this game. So then we get into the big question. Who's winning the national championship? Wolverines. Wolves. Wolves. This is, this is no question at all. Michigan, in my opinion, is unequivocally the best team in the country. They have not faced a significant challenge from even the best teams that they've played, teams that are very good teams. Um, you know, I, I, I've said this is kind of a weak year for the 10 and 2 teams, which I, it is, but 10 and 2 is still good. And they beat an undefeated Ohio State team who oh, had Ohio State won that game. They certainly would have won the Big Ten title game, and they would be here. And they would probably be the number one ranked team. So you can't really go wrong with Michigan right now. And I think that there's so few gaps in Michigan's talent right now. Breaking their defense is almost impossible. They're best in almost every metric on defense. J.J. McCarthy can sling the ball on offense, and Blake Corum can shred. If there's any running back that can uh, get through Texas's line, it's going to be Quinchon Judkins. Or sorry, not Quinchon Judkins, Blake Corum. Quinchon Judkins probably could too, but... Um, Blake Corum. Blake Corum definitely uh, would be my top pick if I'm going to take a running back to beat Texas. Possible. I want Blake Corum. And uh, time to uh, just enter that tiebreaker here because we know you two are going to tie for last. So um, how many points are going to be scored in the CFP National title game. 46. 60. 47. I think Michigan will beat Texas by like 27-20. I could see that actually happening now that I think about it. Texas. Texas. It doesn't seem like a game that's going to be super high scoring, but there's going to be enough scoring to keep it entertaining. Texas either has a blocked... Block punt or failed two-point conversion. Is that what you're saying? Not necessarily. I said Michigan's going to win by seven. 20 is a pretty normal score. Yeah. Two touchdowns, two field goals. I think Michigan gets one more touchdown than they do. That's, uh, that's my opinion on it. But... Uh, that uh, that's all of the games. We'll see how this goes. I'm Matt Menson. I'm Blake Gutaldo. Wow. <laughs> Try that again. Matt Menson. That's right. Blake Peterson. And Vinny Gutaldo. Mm. You can follow me at the Menson Minute. Follow me at Blake Attack one eight four six. And follow me at Venacious D twenty three. And of course, follow the Cornfield Sports Pod on Twitter at C Sports Pod. Follow us. Like us. Talk about us on Twitter. We love y'all. This has been the Cornfield Sports Pod.